0: on the internet, not my birthday edition.
1: Sorry. Sad
0: face. With me is Stereo. Stereo, say hello and tell them that it's not my birthday no more.
1: Hello. It's not her birthday no more. Uh, and I'm really sorry.
0: So many people wished you a happy birthday. Did that make you smile? It did. It made me happy. Thank you, guys. You are you are nice. Uh, but Stereo said that it can be my birthday every day. He said if our Patreon gets back up to 2,500 bucks... It can be my birthday every day, and the show is now mine. And I, I, I'm, 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 I've I, been flirting with a bunch of changes I'm going to make. Would you like to hear some of them? Uh, yes. First of all, no more of this. Never again. I hate cereal. I don't want to eat any more cereal. We're not doing that.
1: We've, we've, we've eaten cereal twice, and that was on one episode. Well, I
0: hate it. <laughs> Second... More lolcow chatter. Okay. I want to talk about Yandere Dev. I want to talk about all the the good ones. Russell Greer. Russell Greer is a good one. Uh, Third, more Kitchen Nightmares chatter.
1: You know, you can talk about Kitchen Nightmares without being in total control of the show. Fuck,
0: I love that show so much. (laughs) I've been watching it all week. I love it so much. It's so fun.
1: Um, what's uh, tell me tell me a little bit about Kitchen Nightmares now.
0: It's a show. Here's every single episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Okay, you ready? So ready. the show is about Gordon Ramsay going into failing restaurants and screaming at them until they turn a profit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and here's
0: every episode of Kitchen Nightmares: is the owner's like, "I have no idea why our restaurant is failing. Please help." And then Gordon Ramsay's like, "Okay, I'm going to help." And the owner's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've only seen one episode of Kitchen Nightmares. It was the one with the with like that big house re, that, that restaurant that was in a house at the end of Long Island where uh the guy was like serving pizza rolls from Target and Gordon Ramsay like quit and left. He was like so upset. It's it's considered like the quote the worst episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Because, like,
0: have you heard of this? Uh, no, I thought the worst episode of Kitchen Nightmares was Amy's Baking Company. Is that ringing any bells for you? I think this is
1: the same thing.
0: Oh, I mean, I that definitely wasn't... I believe that it was on Long Island, because they sounded like Long Island people, but that was the woman who was just off the wall insane, and the food sucked, and they just screamed. He did walk out on them.
1: because (laughs) That's the one I'm thinking of, because everyone's like, because that episode went viral. Everyone was so upset at that episode of Amy's Baking Company.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm watching one right now. It's uh a... I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but it's Mangia Mangia. It's a lady bought <laughs> lady bought a drive lady bought a fast food restaurant, and turned it into a drive-through Italian <laughs> restaurant.
1: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Much like Garfield eats, that's a brilliant idea. I want lasagna and I don't wanna wait around. And I don't want a guy to be like, how much pepper do you want that? Uh, tell me what to the stop of the pepper. I don't want like someone walking around trying to sell my date roses. I don't want like I, I don't wanna deal with the do ba- I don't wanna deal with like an 80-year-old man who's gonna like clap his hands and tell me what the specials are. Cause there's always 9,000 specials. I want in, I want marinara, I want out. Why is that a bad idea?
0: Oh, because the chef shows up to work high all the time and they just keep yelling at one another. (laughs) Like the owner goes back there and just screams at the kitchen. The head chef is 22 years old and has no culinary training and they microwave everything. (laughs) There's this one fantastic scene where they go in the freezer and there is mountains, like 400 servings of pasta. Pre-made in little containers, and Gordon Ramsay's like, "What the fuck is all this? Why is there so much pasta?" And the lady's like, "Oh, well, you know, we make it in advance, so if we have a rush of customers." He says, "Yeah, and how many customers do you get a day?" And she says, two. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they don't make any pasta. There's mountains of it sitting in the fridge. It's just awesome. This is a two-parter. The best episodes are two-parters <laughs> because. The entire first episode is just uh, the kitchen screaming at each other every time. It's awesome.
1: I don't like how much they're coming down on the chef for being high all the time. What? Restaurant chef isn't on some kind of drugs. Everyone in the kitchen is doing drugs. You, you worked, at a, at a, you've worked at restaurants before. There, it's one big bomb back there.
0: Yeah, no, I've never worked in a restaurant where the entire back of house wasn't high in some capacity. <laughs> of
1: course they are, because they're dealing with customers all the goddamn time. Him not being able to cook is another story. But it's Italian food. Just keep pouring sauce into it. it they'll eat it. Just yeah, well, keep, it's, it's raw. sauce and cheese. Wait, what? It's, it's raw. That's what he says all the time. Oh, is that what he okay. It's fucking raw. Well, listeners... Uh, Again, on Twitter, uh, someone tweeted us and said, you should give Sriracha complete control of the show every week because of how much fun this listener had on Sriracha's birthday. And I said, if the Patreon gets up to $2,500, I will give Sriracha complete control of the show. I'll just be honest. I don't think people have the guts to give the control of the show to Sriracha. I
0: don't think you have the balls to give me your money.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't think, I don't think they have the guts. I don't think they have the balls to like, because everyone's always comfortable with the status quo. Last night on my live stream, Lime Ginger was like, I don't want to give Sriracha complete control of the show. I like it the way it is. And it's like, yep. That's why nothing ever changes in this world. Everyone's always afraid of... Well, what if we change things and it makes things worse? Better to have the status quo, the safe, comfortable status quo. And that's why I think...
0: I, that's why I think they're not going to give her control of the show. All right. Well, if you're a fucking simp, if you're a pay piggy, <laughs> you head on over to patreon.com Mysterious and smash that fucking donate button. And uh, maybe next week we'll be talking about what's happened. Uh, recently how Amber Lynn can't stop eating.
1: <laughs> Who's Amberlyn?
0: Uh she's this incredibly large YouTuber who has been on a weight loss journey for no less than like six years and who just eats and eats and eats and eats. <laughs> <laughs> or Chantel Chantel Foodie Beauty is better in my opinion. I
1: saw I saw it like uh on Hulu. They think they know what I want to see. Hulu's algorithm is fucking terrible, by the way. And the other day it was like, do you want to see our 1,000 pound life? It was like two sisters. <laughs> and they were like as wide as the screen. And I was like, "Hulu, no." No, I don't want to see Our 1,000 Pound Life. All I do is watch Bob's Burgers. I guess they think I want to see food content because I'm watching Bob. All I watch on Hulu is Bob's Burgers, American Dad, and Cheers.
0: No, I was watching Thousand Pound Life last night. <laughs> on Hulu? No, it was, it's on TLC. Okay. The, what the fuck?
1: How, how is that show not just, like, it, how is that show not super depressing to watch? It's just the adventures of two incredibly depressed, mentally ill people.
0: Well, yeah, because I'm not a thousand pounds, so it's funny to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Um, well, hey, uh, coming up on the show today, we have an interview with um, Quinton. He's a YouTuber. He's been, he got involved with some stuff in Garfield Eats, and it's very funny, and we'll let him tell the story. Garf Gabbed. Is also here because anytime there's Garfield Eats News, we try to get like the the Garfield Power Council together. Um, And also, we will be trying a little bit more cereal this week. As soon as we did that cereal segment a couple of weeks ago, people were like, you should try cereal every week. And I want to. Because it's an excuse to eat, it's like a guilt-free excuse to eat candy. I love the idea of a weekly cereal segment.
0: Well, if I get my way, listeners, if you really agree to that, you should take your pledge away. Because I will be ending the cereal segment. How can you not like cereal? I hate it. It tastes bad. I don't want to eat any more of it. I don't. It's like, here, this is a segment where Sriracha eats food that she doesn't like. Hysterical!
1: <laughs> How can you not like cinnamon toast crunch? It's biologically designed for you to become addicted to it. I
0: guess so is McDonald's. Yes, I'd rather eat... I'll only just eat everything off the McDonald's menu. Oh, that's a segment I'm gonna add: is eating everything off the McDonald's menu.
1: What would you start with? <laughs>
0: what would I start
1: with? On the McDonald's... yeah, because it's like it's like, I've only tried a Big Mac once in my life. I did really enjoy it, though. So like, I might want to start with the Big Mac, like maybe start with the basics. Or do we go with like a weird one? Like, do we travel to Canada and try McPoutine? Like, if we're going to try the whole McDonald's menu, what do you think we start with?
0: Um, I think a good beginner's McDonald's item, well, uh, my personal favorite is the McRib, but they never have that. A good beginner's McDonald's is a McChicken, which is my favorite, but I guess also if they have the Waffle McFlurry still, those are good. Arby's has frozen Cokes now, which is, they're finally getting on the Australian, the Australian's level.
1: (laughs) Is that, is frozen Coke, I didn't know that, that's a big Australian thing?
0: Uh-huh, it's you can get a frozen coke at a McDonald's like year round in Australia. Uh, Wendy's has this new thing called the frappuccino. Have I talked about this yet? I think
1: you told me it, it wasn't the frappuccino, it was the frosty chino.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's what I meant.
1: You have not talked about the frosty chino yet. On it's the a show. mix
0: of iced coffee and frosty and it fucking blows <laughs>
1: much like the drive through Italian restaurant. That's an amazing idea. A, a carbonated frosty? I love because I love the frosty. I love it. I don't care that it's not technically a milkshake. I know they have to like call it like it's like a it's a it's a frozen dessert beverage. Like like the, like the words ice cream are not allowed to be within five hundred feet of the word frosty. I still like frosties.
0: I like frappuccinos. This seems like a match made in heaven. Yeah, no. It just it tastes really bad, and it separates very quickly, which I don't understand why. Because coffee usually has cream in it, which is a dairy product. So I don't understand why the the frosty is separating into like molecules, and regular coffee doesn't. But whatever. Oh, oh,
1: uh, it's because the frosty is nowhere near a dairy product. It's there's there's nothing organic about it. It's True. um... The, you know the sludge that falls out of airplanes? That's what Frosties are made of.
0: And so they're made of chemtrails? Yes, exactly.
1: That's that, that's something the government doesn't want you to know.
0: <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about Nikocado Avocado, too, if I get control of the show.
1: I don't want to know what that is. It's
0: a YouTuber. He's a mookbonger who recently got canceled because he shit himself while recording a video and then just kept eating <laughs>
1: Okay. Did he get canceled? Or do people just not want to watch the guy who shit himself anymore? There's a difference. Like, you Steve can't. Gutenberg didn't get canceled. We just fell out of love with Mahoney.
3: I
0: oh. saw a bunch of kids on TikTok trying to cancel an anime character today. You can't cancel a fictional character. They can't hear you. They're not real.
1: Who is the Who is the fictional character they're trying to cancel?
0: That one from uh, what's it called? My Hero Academia. I think her name's Ochako or something. I've heard of her. What's wrong with her? I don't know anything about her, just that they're, they're canceling her.
1: <laughs> okay, we had a guy come on Waifu Wars a couple of years ago and like say that person was their favorite. She just yeah. seemed like a normal girl. Oh, if I keep control of the show, I have a couple of ideas on what we're going to do on my birthday. My birthday is going to be one of the following things. And listeners, you tell me which one you want to hear, because just not going to want to hear any of them. Number one is a concept I call... Police Academy Academy. Where I, much like Sriracha, takes me through the history of some dumb garbage I fucking hate, like a mentally ill pedophile on the internet, and that could apply to any of the people she's talked to me about. I'm going to make her watch all the Police Academy movies in one big rock block. Police Academy, Police Academy 2, Police Academy 3, Citizens on Patrol, uh, Assignment Miami Beach... Mission to Moscow, city under siege. She's going to learn all about Mahoney, Hightower. She's going to learn all about, all about Sweet Chuck. She's going to learn all about, all about the person that replaced Mahoney that was Commandant Lessard's nephew, who was also the Serenity Now guy from that episode of Seinfeld. Oh, she's I'm going to take Sriracha back to school, all right. Back to the academy, the police academy academy.
0: I hate, do, do, everybody go simp, <laughs> because I hate this. I don't want to do that.
1: And uh, the other two ideas I have are a concept called Podcast Strangers, where I make her watch the entire <gasps> first season of Perfect Strangers. She can learn all about Balky Bartokomose and the Dance of Joy, Cousin Larry, uh, etc., and so on and so on. Or Family Casters, where I take her through the critical episodes of Family Matters. The Urkelbot episode, the episode where they do the Urkel, the episode where uh, the high school gets split along racial lines because someone posts a r- spray paints a racial slur on a locker, the final episode where Steve Urkel goes to space and he's stalked by Myra up in space, the episode with Stevel, the evil puppet that comes to life and menaces the the uh, the Winslow family. All of the most important parts of the canon of Family Matters in Family Casters. That's if I maintain control of the show.
0: It is really hard for me. There are not words in the English language to express how much I hate all of these ideas. I'm sure there's something in German, but not in English.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I like learning about the fat people you watch on YouTube. Like, (laughs) like... These people, their brand is being dangerously overweight. That's their gimmick. Their gimmick is they're going to die in their 40s. Wow, what a fun hook for a character.
0: He shit himself. While. he also has an OnlyFans.
1: Does he shit himself on his OnlyFans? Is that what people uh, no, are paying for? No, not
0: yet, but he should move into that market.
1: <laughs> How do we know? Here, look, if I shit myself on a live stream... You won't you won't notice. You might think I'm sneezing, like I'm holding in a sneeze or a cough, but I swear to God, I'm not. I will find a way to You'll think something else is wrong. Oh, is this guy having an anxiety attack? Oh, is this guy have the flu?
0: How do we know this guy shit himself? Oh, I don't know. I do, I won't watch the video. I just see people talking about how he shit himself <laughs> and kept eating. <laughs> Nicki avocado is also that guy that I was telling you about that mukbangs, bongs like every day. <laughs>
1: oh, the one who had, the one who has like super high cholesterol now in his twenties.
0: Yeah, and I'm part of the I'm part of the class of people that thinks that fast food degrades your brain because it's full of formaldehyde. So he's probably also differently able now. <laughs> you fucking
1: yikes! Oh well, yeah, well. Listeners, you have a choice. You can you can wallow in boomer nostalgia with me, Asterios Kokonos, or or support Sriracha's depravity campaign and just every week learn about someone else who's actively making the world worse.
0: Yep, it's your pick, audience. <laughs> what would you rather hear about? That's or perfect strangers. That show about. Two incredibly boring characters who suck all of the ass. What do you mean they're boring? Balky Boy dances around for your enjoyment. Dude, that show sucks. Come on.
1: It's not great,
0: but It sucks.
1: Oh, yes. And uh and Shani is is putting out brilliant content. Yes, Nikocado Avocado <laughs> is the pinnacle of storytelling <laughs> genius. Oh, if there's one thing I want to hear about, it's how a monster-faced guy stalked a sex worker. Whoa! What, what, what wonderful, brilliant, layered, here, when we think of the canon of great works, The Wire, The Sopranos, and a monster-faced guy who stalks poor, poor people.
0: Listen, listen, I'm just saying, do I find Barry Bartakamos dancing around funny? No. Do I find Russell Greer paying another $400 to a process server and serving the wrong lawyer again with his Taylor Swift lawsuit funny? Absolutely. Just thinking about it makes me laugh.
1: All right. Well, look, let's wrap up the segment (laughs) with... Oh, by the way, the serial review segment needs a title... And I haven't thought of one yet. So listeners, if you come up with one, you know, um, we could be like the, like the crunch. No. Oh, I the thought of The crunch a joke. casters. You- Wait, what do you got?
0: I-, I thought of a joke, but you're not, no, I can't say it. You're not going to like it.
1: Okay. Does it happen?
0: Think about crimes that start with serial.
1: <laughs> what, like the serial killers?
0: <laughs> Other one. Serial <laughs> double parkers. <laughs> yeah.
1: What cereal are we trying this week, Sarancha? I, I gave you
0: the choice of picking the cereal. Okay, I went to the grocery store today, by the way. Suburban grocery stores. Absolutely 10 out of 10. I I wish we had... I wish I could go to the suburbs just to buy groceries. They have so many picks of everything. Anyways, this is Minion... Illumination Presents Minion's Rise of Gru Vanilla Vibe mm-hmm. Cereal. Mm-hmm. Um, It looks like it's going to taste... Like, what cereal did we try last time?
1: We tried um, Cookie Crisp and Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
0: This I predict this is going to taste like Cookie Crisp in that it's going to suck. On the box, we have this minion. I don't know if he has a name, but uh, I'm really happy that he's homosexual. That's more diversity than I was expecting, but I'm not mad at it.
1: He's wearing rainbow suspenders, much like Mork from Ork, which you'll learn more about on my, on our new segment, Mork and Mindy and Sriracha and Asterios.
0: No, look on the side. He's also wearing rainbow roller skates. He's clearly out and proud.
1: Right, that's cool. All right. So I guess, I guess 2020 is the year of the gay minion.
0: The gay minion, so he's he's gay, and I'm happy that cereal is more diverse now.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome.
0: All right, so should I try it dry, or? Yeah,
1: let me see. It's a vanilla vibe, naturally and artificially flavored. It looks like Kix, but instead of being all yellow, there are yellow and blue and white uh, puff balls in it. Sweetened corn cereal. Oh, there's with marshmallows. Okay, this has got marshmallows. Oh, we haven't tried one with marshmallows yet. Okay, I'm going to try try two.
0: Okay. Uh, this is vanilla vibe. <laughs> Minion cereal going in. It tastes pretty good. It doesn't taste like anything. It tastes bad.
1: It tastes sweet. It t- it's got like a, it does have a vanilla taste flavor to it.
0: I like it. I don't taste the vanilla. It just tastes like wheat to me.
1: I really like this cereal.
0: Okay, I can kind of taste the vanilla with the marshmallow, but this is not a good cereal, IMO. All
1: right, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm going to have a big spoonful with, uh, with the marshmallows and the blue pieces and the white pieces.
0: I'm going to try it with almond milk.
1: Oh, it's even better with the marshmallows, but I like it. I like it. I like the crunchy pieces, too.
0: No, I don't like this.
1: I don't like this at all. Listeners, this tastes like Kix, but a little bit sweeter and with marshmallows in it. I can't really tell the difference between the blue pieces and the yellow pieces. The blue pieces are supposed to represent the jean shorts that Minions wear. And the yellow pieces are supposed to represent their bodies. Yeah, I'm going to try them individually. Yeah, the, the the yellow and the blue pieces just taste like kicks. But these marshmallows are really good. They, they kind of taste like the Count Chocula marshmallows. So what do we rate in this one? I mean, I rate this, I think this is an 8 out of 10. Because the thing I like about... Illumination presents minions, the rise of Groove vanilla vibe cereal is it's a ni- it's, it's a nice light experience. It's not like lucky charms or Count Chocula, which are kind of heavier cereals. Um, it's uh, it's definitely like a lighter experience than cinnamon toast crunch. Um, I, re- th- I really, really enjoy this. Uh, what are you giving it?
0: I'm giving it a 3 out of 10. I don't like it at all.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, maybe you'll like the cereal we're going to try next week. And, of course, unless you get control of the show. Um, <laughs> next week will be a double header, And by next week, I mean a show in the future because we might forget to buy this cereal. But the next time we do, the cereal, s- cereal crew segment. <laughs> I want to do want to do a, a, a double header. I want to try Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros, which is like you pour a little bowl of churros out. They, they look so cool. And I've been hearing a lot of good things about Crave cereal, mm. which are these like kind of cereal squares that are filled with chocolate. I think Crave is like the new hot cereal. Like when I was a kid, the big thing was Count Chocula. I think the kids are into the Crave now. Also, did you see Sour Patch Kids cereal? No. That We gotta try Sour Patch Kids cereal. That could be amazing, that could be terrible, I, but who knows?
0: It's gonna be exactly like this. It's just gonna be a stupid brand tie-in that's flavorless and it's exactly the same. I don't like it.
1: I really like it. All right, and uh, we'll be right back after this with uh, with uh, our interview with Garf Gab and Quinton. Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast special report breaking news update. <laughs> uh, um, we are not alone, as usual, when we have important, urgent Garfield Eats news. Sandgate. <laughs> sand, this is Sandgate 2020. <laughs> we have an, as usual, Garf Gab, a.k.a. Wyatt. Say hello. Hey,
3: guys. Thank you so much for having me back on. I'm so excited.
1: And then uh, we have a man who is in a swirling Uh, He's quickly fallen into the quicksand of Garfield Eats. Uh, Quentin, a famous YouTuber. Quentin, say hi.
2: Famous. Uh, Hey, guys. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Uh, You're the only people that asked. Uh, It's good to be here.
1: (laughs) Well, we're, we're the only journalists on the beat. We're the only people that are covering the story in detail. I feel like we're the only people who care. We've talked to Nathan Massey several times. I've been to his restaurant twice. We did a show in Toronto. It's like, oh, everyone else is memeing about it. No, we're going deep here on The Loudest Podcast. Um, Before we get to this important, before we get to Sandgate, I think something that links Wyatt and Quentin and me, and not Sorantia, is that we all both ironically yet genuinely love Garfield? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Quinton, yeah. is that a good way to explain it?
2: I would say so. Yeah, like it's like it's definitely a joke to some extent. The fact that I I flaunt it so much, but. But I feel like I feel like I really do like Garfield enough that I want to succeed. And when when you meet someone who's like fully, exclusively, ironically into Garfield, I don't know how to keep up a conversation with them. Like, bro, you seen the horror shit, man? And it's like, okay, that's fine. Clearly, we cannot keep up a conversation because <laughs> it's like a different thing when you actually like, in some sense, really do like Garfield. You know, um, I feel like that was a really uninteresting thing I just said, but you know.
1: I- I'm not. I'm not looking for you guys to be funny. I'm not looking for you guys to be interesting. Trust me, my audience <laughs> has never looked at for me. For me either. I like. I w- I want honesty. Like you know, for me, I read all the Garfield treasuries. I was like a lonely little kid. Yeah, and I loved reading these Garfield cartoons. Garfield and Friends, I think, was a fantastic cartoon. One time, I met Mark Evanier. That's so cool. Who I think was the showrunner. And, like, he was, like, the big brain behind Garfield and Friends. Um, but he was kind of pissing me off. He was being, like, we were all at a panel in at, like, some West Hollywood – a comic book festival he was being kind of rude so I brought up that his Wikipedia page also accuses him of being the person who created Scrappy-Doo and he got unironically pissed off at me for bringing up the Scrappy-Doo thing he was like I didn't create Scrappy-Doo okay everybody blames me for Scrappy-Doo I was like I love it um, <laughs> Wyatt so what is what's your background I mean like again like us like what's your background it, with Carfield it's Garfield? similar
3: I, I mean I, I would go to the library all the time as a kid and just get those yes. giant Garfield books. And just, you know, yes. I mean, along with, like, The Far Side and all those other comics and stuff. But Garfield was huge for me. And uh, I, I grew up watching reruns of Garfield and Friends, like, early in the morning. I would have to get up and, like, watch those. And I thought it was great. And as I've gotten older, you know, like, the irony has seeped in a bit. But I, I genuinely think there's a lot of, like, great stuff with Garfield. Especially Garfield and Friends, which completely holds up as far as I'm concerned. I, I think it's great. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, I'm a
1: 37-year-old adult male I like. It is weird that I like Garfield. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I also know that it's like not. A lot of it is not super good. I get yeah. it. A lot of it yeah, is not yeah. super good. Yeah. But like, and it, and also, it's funny that he made that guy. That he made John drink dog. <laughs> that's also funny. Like like <laughs> that's my it's favorite like,
3: part. <laughs> that's the best.
1: Shit. I know it is, sir. <laughs> God damn it. But it's like I don't know. Mailing normal to Abu Dhabi, kicking Odie off a table, eating lasagna, hating Mondays, crushing clocks, like uh, hitting up mice with a rolled up newspaper, Binky the Clown, like Sheldon, a little kid who when he does hatch, there's still an egg in there. Like it's all very, it's just very interesting to me. So when I heard about the idea for Garfield Eats, everyone was like memeing, like Sriracha, you're the one who told So, how did you even hear about Garfield Eats? Because you're the first person who ever told me about
0: it. Um, A socialist communist YouTuber (laughs) that I follow (laughs) named Thought Slime did this video, and I believe he called it garfield eats it's perhaps unintentionally the greatest work of anti-capitalist satire ever created. And I was like, I need to learn everything about this. And then I was like, no way. This is a meme. This is a joke that this idiot is taking seriously. Turns out it was not a joke.
1: And, and he will get very offended if you call it one. But um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's because, uh, and remember, Nathan for you was big at the time. I thought Mm. this was my first thought was this is dumb Starbucks, too. Oh, my God. That this is all just like a big satire thing. And and again, my biggest complaint has always been that we don't want Garfield shaped pizzas. We want Garfield shaped lasagnas. That was my first question. I was like, do you not? How did those planes miss each other? Nathan Masbury, like, like, you know lasagna's his thing, right? Not, I mean, He loves pizza, pe- but the thing is, Garfield also likes pizza, so it's not so different. It's not like Garfield-shaped salad. <laughs> it's just like, the weird thing about Nathan Masbury to me is that, like, he comes close on some of these things, but then it, the execution is insane. Like, um... Now, look, Quentin, I don't want to put you on the spot here. Wyatt, I don't want to put you on the spot either. Nathan,
3: I know you're going to listen to this.
1: Qu- Wyatt and Quentin love you. They, they're they both big fans of you, right,
2: guys? Yes, I, yeah, I want I, I I to, to interview
3: him. Nathan Mazury. I'm going to get him on my show sometime. I want to talk to the guy.
2: Well, oh, okay. I tried to. I think I might be able to do it, but it might take him some chorusing. Some um, he told me he couldn't be in the video I'm making about this whole thing mm-hmm. because of Viacom. So I'm thinking if I make a video that I, like, run through Viacom somehow, <laughs> that's the only way I could get him on the show. <laughs> but no, I like I like Nathan. I like Garfield Eats. Uh... Yeah, look, I'm not looking to
1: poison your relationship with this guy. But I'm also going to say, like, now you're starting to worry about Viacom? Like, you put a picture of Garfield under the words Black Lives Matter. Now, by the way, I agree with Black Lives Matter, and I support the movement. But I don't know if Viacom was quite ready to have the fat orange tabby who hates Mondays also wanted to fund the police. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, if you're worried about corporate compliance, you probably should have started, like, before you started going on your Instagram account and saying that COVID-19 was actually sarin gas. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, I like how your mind immediately went to the Black Lives Matter thing and not the fact that he says the coronavirus doesn't exist. It's actually a chemical weapon. <laughs> that the government is releasing on us.
1: Yes, while well, at the same time having Liz with a with like an injection talking about how you can buy Garfield uh, shaped Joker smile masks. By the way, Liz is a veterinarian. She's a, She's a veterinarian. That's me medical off the advice most to my- humans. <laughs> like, anyway, now you're in my. Place. That sounds like a dodge to me. That sounds like a dodge to me. Okay, let's get into it. What the fuck happened, Quentin? You tried to order something, and something got fucked up?
2: I really don't know how to match the energy of this podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, been talking to Nathan for a while, since he did a Zoom call that was quite interesting. Always been chatting with him about the idea of uh, working together at some point. I have this all plotted out in a Google Doc, the exact timeline of this, but... Uh, I I talked uh, to Nate, Garfield Eats um, began inheriting the merchandise from Walt Disney and Nickelodeon because Nickelodeon bought the rights to Garfield, so they inherited a bunch of merch that they didn't want to sell because they wanted to start over. And Walt Disney bought the rights to Fox Fox Entertainment, so they inherited the Bill Murray Garfield movie, so they inherited a bunch of Bill Murray Garfield merch, which they didn't want to have because they didn't want to have to sell uh merch from a 15 year old movie about a cat that they don't own so all these companies started sending him like extra merch to sell and he posted that he had received on their social media seven exclusive plushies made to advertise uh promote uh garfield a tale of two kitties um and these things are i believe the measurements were 135 centimeters tall four foot four inches they were meant to be put on, like, the red carpet when the celebrities walk through, and you take a photo with the plush, and there's only seven of them that are still known to exist. And he inherited them all. If
1: if you don't mind, I'd like to interrupt you here uh, to, to just tell listeners. Now, the way the world found out about these plushies... Now, why? maybe you remember this. Was uh, Nathan posting pictures of these giant cats inside the same plastic bags that kill david carradine during sex right wyatt what are we to is that s- let's step away s- from
2: this i don't i don't know what this is um
1: that's okay quinn quinn you'll notice i have not pivoted to you i'm just saying like so nathan posts these pictures of this four foot tall garfield inside a plastic bag so it looks like garfield is in some kind of choking sex and he's Putting these, he's putting these
0: like.
2: I think you're way off base with this one. I I don't know what (laughs) you're talking about. (laughs) No, okay, no, I think he posted.
0: I have no fucking clue what you are talking
3: about.
2: <laughs> I think he okay. bought plushies and was intending to sell them, so he kept them in the
3: packaging. I, I, <laughs> I will say it was weird to have the first photo be a giant Garfield inside the plastic thing because they did take one out and advertise it in the storefront. Like that's confirmed. People took pictures with a giant plush that's in front of the store, so he he should have taken a picture of that one, make it look a little you know more appealing. I, well, I see think that. The,
2: I I think the point was well he was I think the first post was talking about how they wanted to start selling them, and they'd just gotten them um so he announced that he was gonna sell a few of these, and from what i understand um they orig- they intended to sell three, and uh I've been told i I was told this often enough that I presume it's fine to talk about, but um the they decided to sell it I believe for a children's hospital, so they wanted to auction. Two of three of the plushies off initially to benefit exclusively a children's hospital, oh, and I didn't I didn't know that at first. So I, I I hit him up and I said, "Hey, can I buy one of those plushies before they hit the store?" And he said, "Yeah." And uh, the kind of vague language where you don't know if it's going to be a gift or not. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's when you talk to Nathan, um, he'll he, he'll always either direct you to email friends at GarfieldEats.com or he'll just call you randomly from a phone number that doesn't show when it calls you.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, that's an interesting little tidbit.
2: <laughs> and so I, I started emailing them. It took a couple of days to get a response, but I eventually, I guess I should just start openly talking about the price. Um, my patron had just gone up, so I felt comfortable spending a little money for something that fucking cool. So um, the price we agreed on was, it was two ninety nine for one plush, which I think is that's fair.
1: not, that's not because Sriracha how much was Sriracha has a giant plush behind her too of yeah. a porg if you Aww. can see
0: I have a four foot tall porg sitting in the corner over there <laughs> that was a dude who actually listens to this podcast the only reason I got the discount was he was like I have three of these gigantic porgs they're covered in cigarette burns <laughs> I took them to San Diego Comic Con and tried to sell them for three hundred dollars and I can't get rid of them would you like one of them and I said yes I will give you a hundred dollars for one of those coins <laughs> covered in cigarette burns. And he says, okay, I'll sell it to you for a hundred dollars, but I'm in California so it's going to be a hundred and fifty dollars to ship. And yeah, like, that's okay, fair. so that's
2: that's what I got too. Um, so what happened next was I initially paid the two ninety nine, and the first email said that includes shipping and then I got a forward email that says, oh, we made a mistake that doesn't include shipping. The woman who writes these emails, English isn't her first language, so. Karen. You know, it's it's hard to villainize that or even to make fun of it without feeling bad, although it's very easy.
1: Well, and it's so, Nathan, Nathan, so... I mean, it, like, we think that that's just Nathan. No, it's not. And that Nathan not. has a pretend secretary persona. No, I've spoken, spoken to her. To her
2: I've spoken to her. Yeah, it's... Um, wow. Wow. It's... Uh, it's uh, I just spoke to her a minute ago. It's uh, It's their happiness manager, and I believe she's Indian. Um, okay. And I... When you talk to her, you, she has that like specific phrasing where you can tell, like, "Oh, English isn't your first language, but that's okay. Yeah. Like, it's good that they're doing that."
1: Um, huh. Does but, she? Sa- does she? Does she go like, "Hi, I'm not Nathan. Hey there, big boy. Do you want a big Garfield tee hee like? Does, does, does it no, sound like I that? can't. That might. That might be Nathan.
2: i I'm. I promise you, it's not. Okay. But, uh, yeah.
1: Wow. Okay.
2: So, uh, anyway, so eventually they get back to me and they tell me. They've gone to every postal service in Canada. Okay, Can- The border is closed, remember. They've gone to right. every postal service in Canada. The only place that will take it is UPS.
1: And they say, the only place that will take it is a very common package carrier that regularly ships packages. Wow. Okay. Um,
2: so they give me uh, 160 to ship it which is pretty close to what she got. And then it was like $40 tax after that. So I paid another $200, which I don't think I would have bought it if I initially knew it was going to be $500. But, you know, that's just, I think that's a fair price considering it included shipping. And, uh,
1: and if the money's going to charity, well, cool.
2: I'm not sure if mine went to charity. I, I don't want to say that yet, but I imagine... Oh, it, okay. Uh, but I know that they said they wanted to sell three. So the two remaining that they are selling, I'm pretty sure is going to benefit a children's hospital. Uh, I might That's be way off. Awesome. Um, but uh, God, what was I saying? Oh, so they ship it and it, it it gets to like the Canadian border, I guess. And it just sits there for three weeks because UPS suddenly wants nine hundred dollars, which I know people people have accused Garfield Eats of just lying to me and scamming. But for one, the tracking info is consistent with that. And for two, uh, Nathan will tell you, you know, I'm uh, sorry, why will tell you. Nathan is very knowledgeable about the fact that like brand recognition with Garfield Eats is important and it's important to collab with influencers to the point that I don't believe he would purposefully scam a famous, famous content creator off um, because it would make him look really bad as this has. (laughs) So UPS wanted to charge 900 bucks, which is ridiculous because it's not what they charged up front. And so mm-hmm. Nathan asks me, you know, he just calls me and he says, hey, do you want to pay that? And I, I thought about it for like a week because I guess I could <laughs> afford it.
1: <laughs> Wait, you genuinely can consider- how badly do you want this card?
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> this is a stick up.
2: I had a good sponsor that month. And keep in mind, well, there's no excuse, but I thought about it for a couple days and it was always like ninety percent yes, and then ten percent like, but that would be so funny, dude. And so <laughs> it would then, be funny. but then I decided like I can't pay a thousand dollars for a Garfield plush, especially because I could get like a new one customized for that much, for much less than that, and it would be better.
1: And you could wear its skin and go to special parties where you meet <laughs> other people wearing these fun furry outfits. Yes.
2: Um. So Nathan just, uh, he, he, you know, he acts like a good old Karen and he calls UPS and he pitches at enough people in management that they eventually decide, okay, we're not going to charge you a penny more. We're going to finish shipping this. Like we said. And then I believe on July the 14th, I received a box filled with sand. (laughs) Um, and I just, now
1: now when you say now, so this took about a month to get about, yeah,
2: I'd say it took a month month to get to my house.
1: Yeah okay okay so 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 a big box arrives and it's it's it's
2: no. Christmas in July for Queen. No no that's the thing. Uh-huh. I, I track I keep track of the tracking info every single day. I always check uh-huh. it. It says item delivered. It was supposed to be signed for, which was weird because they didn't sign for it. They just knocked and left. I opened the front door. Twelve inch by twelve inch by twelve inch. Immediately well, a maybe red Maybe it's
1: really compressed <laughs> it's kind of like When I... you put normal In one of those boxes And send it to Abu Dhabi Like there's not much room in there My
2: first fucking thought was You know one time I bought a mattress And it was in a really Small container And then I opened it up And it like You know, like <laughs> After <laughs> an hour spotting. It started <laughs> so, But like immediately A red flag That it's a cubic foot That's supposed to be A four foot four inch <laughs> Garfield plush and then I open it up, and it's just, like, two boxes of, like, compression children's sand. And I'm just like, what the
3: fuck? Now, <laughs> and I, I gotta say, when you when you tweeted you tweeted saying that you got sand before you put the picture online, when you told me that, I think mostly everybody assumed it was literally just loose sand in a box. That <laughs> did. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, my first thought was that, like... Nathan, I agree that like, I don't think the scam would be that Nathan would take your money and go like, he, he, tee, he, he. He's not like that kind of businessman. My first thought though was that Nathan was like, oh shit, I accidentally sold this big Garfield plush to two people. I promised it to this person, I promised it to this person. I'll send Quentin a big bag of sand (laughs) to buy myself time to get it back to eventually get him this thing I promised him. Like, uh, they're both heavy. They're both big. They would both take a long time to get there. Like, uh, so that was, that was my initial, that was, like, my initial thought. Like, why? what was your initial thought? And, Sriracha, you too. I want to hear from you guys. Like, wouldn't you, because this blew up, as Nathan once said, it went, quote, too viral. <laughs> like, what did you guys think when you heard about well, it? Well, let me say,
2: my first presumption was, a quickie, I'll quickly get in this. My first presumption was nathan gave the box to an intern and the intern had something else to ship that day and then he just accidentally put the wrong labels on and i thought i thought either garfield at garfield eats is at fault or ups is at fault and i was praying to god garfield eats was at fault and i'll tell you why because i i felt in my heart if garfield eats is is at fault here i'm gonna get this fucking plush because you know the intern will figure out what the, the mistake they made, and they'll get it all sorted out in like a day, and then I'll get my plush. And then, but if UPS fucked up, I'm never seeing that shit.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that is no, that is absolutely true. Like, <laughs> like I've had packages like with UPS and FedEx. You pay more. You're paying more so they won't fuck it up. And then sometimes they do fuck it up. Um, but uh, I've been talking a lot here. I want. We haven't heard from Wyatt and Sriracha in a while. Yeah, like, yeah, true. So yeah, so 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 Wyatt Sriracha, like. When you see this thing go viral, what's your first thought as to who's at fault, who's lying, who's telling the truth, and where's Garfield?
0: Well, my first thought is Nathan's talking out his ass, because that's always the first thought that I go to. But honestly, after reading that and hearing about the story, and I know this is going to be an uncommon position for me to take, I really don't think it was Nathan's fault. Like, the fact that he went through the effort to go to UPS and bitch about it— Tells me that he at least made a serious attempt to get the plush because if he was going to send a bag of sand and the bag (laughs) of sand arrives at the (laughs) Canadian border, why would they not? Because I've shipped things internationally before. Why would it cost extra to ship a bag, like a 20-pound bag of sand. A gigantic thing like like this porg over here. Like, this porg is voluminous. It's probably four feet by four feet. I know it doesn't look that way because it's on the ground, but you got to just trust me when I say it's massive. It's, a- yeah. it's bigger than
1: sorancha is. Yeah.
0: Like, she I could, pays rent
1: to that poor I do
0: I could see this thing getting to the border And them being like absolutely the fuck not No we have to pay to like airmail this or something But I just don't see that happening with a bag of sand How did it get mistaken for a bag of sand? I have no idea Maybe it was an intern Maybe somebody like accidentally printed the wrong shipping label or something But I, I don't think it's fair to blame Nathan for this
3: uh, uh, why? What do you yeah, think? I want to hear from you. Initially, I, I think I thought like everybody else. I'm like, okay, Nathan is clearly. Uh, <laughs> well, I gotta say, first off, initially though, I I, hear, I heard about that. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, Quentin has been trying to get this thing for a month, and, and I know it's been a big hassle with UPS and everything. And the first thing they send you is a bag of sand. So my first thought was, oh, that's too bad because I like Quentin, and you know, that was, that was shitty. But my second thought was, oh my God, Garfield eats just cannot ever stop being the weirdest company that ever existed <laughs> nice. i'm like every single thing they do is so weird and it's gotten to the point that they're sending bags of sand instead of a giant plush that they're supposed to be sending out <laughs> and uh i think initially i did i did blame nathan and i'm like clearly nathan's just like bullshitting and like for some reason trying to like i don't think he was trying to outright scam him i do think he was like more like buying time or something but uh i I mean, after all this, though, so, because UPS did officially like put out like a tweet saying, you know, they're sorry about this, and he was known to like contact UPS, so I I have a feeling UPS probably just fucked up, but it, it's still <laughs> hilarious nonetheless, man. I don't know.
1: Now, now Nathan said that he spoke. Now I've seen a couple of things on Twitter. Uh, one, like, just the UPS Twitter account tweeted at him like, "Hey, we're sorry." You won't have to pay any more money. Like, we'll take care of this.
2: Oh, did I mention this? Oh, uh, yes. this was a detail Nathan told me that I've been telling everyone that I maybe, maybe was supposed to be incognito, but I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> Nathan told me this was an added. Pe- I, at this point, I have to believe Nathan is telling me the truth about everything. So mm-hmm. I'm just half of the testimony of this case comes from him. Nathan told me uh, I get to deliver a box of sand. He thinks it's over uh then he sees that i have tweeted out and it's kind of gone viral that i got a box of fucking sand and then he gets a call from from like the garfield eats high um people in charge of the accounts and the corporate had been credited two thousand dollars by ups Dis- okay despite Wait a minute
1: didn't <laughs> so you're saying nathan is now two thousand dollars richer off this thing oh I'm sorry because if you no no no, no. what I meant to say oh, was gosh, they please, charged please.
2: him two thousand dollars
1: oh so when you they said credited you meant you meant debited they were debited two thousand to oh no big
2: difference yeah so they charged yes. him two thousand dollars even though agreed not to more than the 900 they wanted and they agreed not to and then once the sand was delivered they they charged two thousand And he was like, and he told me, like, he told me on the call, he was like, honestly, man, like, I I think we can fucking absorb that. If they say they refuse to give me a refund, I'll tell them, look, look, keep the money, but get the goddamn plush there. (laughs) And so, so when UPS was like, we're going to give you guys a refund, that's what they were talking about. They were talking about the fucking two grand that they, they charged Nathan in order to defraud the both of us. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Now, now that, okay, what what makes sense to me about why UPS might be at fault here is, all right, if you created a shipping label that had a certain amount of postage on it, but it was then applied to the wrong box, to a much heavier box, that would account for the differential. But it that was actually, would for, it was less yes, heavy. The sand was less heavy? According to what I understand,
2: Nathan made the shipping label and it was like 59 pounds or something. He, said, he, he insists that he, they got it weighed and it was exactly 59 pounds. I weighed mm-hmm. the sand, it was
1: 42 pounds. And it's in a smaller box. Yeah. So, so okay. Now, thank you for raising further questions, Quentin. So, a smaller, lighter box costs another $2,000 to
0: <laughs> ship? Uh-huh. Mm. Maybe the real Garfield plush went to, like, Japan or something.
2: <laughs> <That's what laughs> and they I mean. had to
0: pay another import fee on it. <laughs>
2: I've been joking. Okay. I, mean, I think everyone's been joking. There's someone in the world right now that ordered two boxes of sand and got a giant Garfield plush <laughs> who is far more confused than I am.
0: Poor it's I, a poor dad that just wants to fill his kids' <laughs> play <in the> sandbox
3: <laughs> I, gets a seven foot tall Garfield. I wanted to ask Quentin this. Uh did you ever see like an official time that they had plushes available on the site? Because I know people were wanting to buy them, but I never saw them actually on sale on the Garfield. Well, okay, site, so
2: that right. there's two answers. I kind of already answered this. Uh. Um, I think they originally wanted to sell it on the site, and then after I bought mine, I think they pivoted to being like, okay, we'll sell it for this children's hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and so that's why it's never gone onto the site, first of all. Second of all, I really don't think they're going to be able to get away with selling these things yeah. until they can figure my shit out. <laughs> Because it's so well-publicized. fucking better not! Because <laughs> could you imagine? I think they know that. I think Nathan knows that. I think he knows. Because he was incapable of shipping this one to me, <laughs> he knows that until they figure, until they get me a plush, they can't sell any more of these. I think he's fully aware of that.
3: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah.
1: There will be a public... The, the, the internet will riot. Now, again, just, just bring us back to the beginning of this, like, when he, when he was like... uh I've tried everywhere. I've tried everywhere to send this thing. I guess I'm going to have to go to United P- Parcel Service. It's like, wouldn't that be the first place you'd go? UPS or FedEx? Like, what the, what the fuck? All right, but the second thing is, so, all right. You still don't have your plush, right? You still don't have it? No, I don't have it. Oh, okay, you still don't have your plush. There is a man who's been punished, Quentin. A man denied his Garfield plush. I'm pissed off about that. I saw on your Twitter, Quentin, that a press release went out about this.
2: Sort of. It was... They've been shipping out press releases about the fact that they're um, they're intending to buy, like, pizza shops that have had to close because of COVID yeah, around Toronto to convert them into, like, secondary places to cook garfield eat stuff. And so they've been sending that email out every couple days, it seems, and in the description of the email they also include they occasionally have included a blurb about my situation as if it's in the press release but it's not so the email talks about me but if you've opened the full press release I'm not mentioned it's it it is
1: so weird I, i'm i got a i got something here Sriracha, I, I just sent you the press release. Why don't you read, don't you read us through this?
0: Okay. <clears throat> Garfield Eats awarded Facebook grant, flipping 27 closing restaurants across Ontario.
2: Oh, it was Ontario. Okay. Yeah, they have two restaurants now.
0: Garfield to the rescue, one Lasagna at a time. July 9th, 2020. Today, Garfield Eats was awarded the Facebook for Business grant and thousands of dollars in ad credits. Co-founder Nathan Masry announces that the company will be looking to take over any troubled pizza restaurant. I think Garfield Eats might be a troubled pizza restaurant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they almost got kicked out of their... their store the other day when the when their fucking landlord locked the doors <laughs> and now they're taking over other places
2: nathan told me i was told well the social tell media us, post,
1: Gwyn, tell, tell us
2: the social nathan didn't tell me this but the social media posted on my post about this which i think was a quote to of wyatt they said it's because the landlord suddenly wanted three months ahead of time and Nathan was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. But that sounds like a little bit like it could not be true. But that's what they claim. But go on.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. My brain shut down there for a minute. Nathan Masry announces that the company will be looking to take over any troubled pizza restaurant or other restaurants slash ghost kitchens hurt by COVID-19, giving the increasing number of shutdowns in Ontario. Garfield Eats will take over all qualified restaurants across Ontario territory from rebranding to operation. UPS, USA, and Canada publicly apologize on Twitter to Garfield Eats for the lost Garfield 60-pound plush merchandise (laughs) to a Garfield reviewer called Quinty's reviewer in USA <laughs> instead they shipped to the customer sandbags <laughs> viral posts on Twitter overnight catching the attention of co-founder Nathan Masry and VP of security of UPS Canada as well as President Dominic Garfield where art thou
1: now, I've written professional press releases before usually they're about one thing Hey, we're, we're we have a new vodka. Hey, there's a new sandwich. Usually, they're not about. We got Facebook grants. Also, we'll buy your restaurant. Also, a big box of sand for shit. But don't worry, I talked to President Dominic, and he he will fix. Going to fix. It says immediate release. Like it's a fucking goddamn like like okay. Well, note Wyatt, the date when you saw. Oh, I'm sorry, quick. No, note, note I, the
2: date here. It's 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 July the 9th. Uh, which I, I... Oh, maybe that was the day. No, I swear to God, July the 9th, it was... July the 9th was not the day this email was sent out. So I swear to God, this is a press release from like a week earlier that they've just sent out again, but with an added paragraph about me in the email description.
1: Yes, exactly. So, keeping the press informed of the latest and greatest in we fucked up a guy's big plush. <laughs> I
0: love oh. how there's no transition whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> no. We're going to buy your business. Also, we apologize to anyone who received a bag of sand, non-consensually in the mail.
3: The Quentin no, reviewer. No,
0: no the Quinton
3: reviewer
1: what <laughs> Wyatt you when you saw this press release what was your first like, well, like, like and what are your general thoughts on this whole situation Wyatt because I want to hear from you well I mean
3: aside from the fascinating tangent that they went on about Quentin, I was most shocked <laughs> I, I was most shocked about the Facebook grant and the, and the buying troubled pizza places because last time I was on here we were convinced that like in a week or two Garfield Leeds would be shut down for good we didn't know what was going to happen because yes. I mean, there, there They were still in the middle of that thing, and they said, like, oh, by the first of next month, we're going to see what happens, and somehow they're still around. But apparently now they're thriving enough that they can buy failing pizza operations around Canada. It's amazing. Well, they could probably use all those Facebook ad credits to buy
1: these restaurants, right? This is the thing that people don't understand. So when COVID-19 hit, Facebook... Facebook is always looking for a way to get us to like them because they fucked up everything in 2016. So, like, for a while, Facebook's thing was like, we're going to run a big ad campaign about Facebook groups, the only thing Facebook, the only thing people like on Facebook. And then, when COVID-19 hits, they were like, we're going to give away $100 million in grants to small businesses because at Facebook, we just want to help people. So when you hear the word grant, you think a big stack of cash, right? A fucking grant. A grant of money to pay your rent and stay in business during a national crisis but what they meant were fucking coupons we will give you fucking coupons to run ads on facebook with the idea that once you once you start doing it you will eventually put in real money google does this too anyone to get $100 in AdSense credits with a brand new Gmail account. It's a try-before-you-buy thing. So Nathan is sending out a press release about a bunch of coupons that they gave away to everyone, trying to frame it like, wow, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg himself walked in here and bought a thousand goddamn pizzas. siraj <laughs> I see you making a face. Yeah,
0: that actually clears up a lot of questions about, like, why this money went to Garfield Eats and not, I don't know, a battered- whip- in shelters yes.
1: <laughs> yes exactly if they're doing well enough to take over pizza pizzas like why do they need these it's cra- a good point it's just all so crazy and so confusing to me this press release is the weirdest, and they've put out some weird press releases <laughs> and this is the weirdest one yet um well quentin I really, you paid money for your Big Garfield, and you deserve a Big Garfield. When is your video coming out, and when are you expecting Big Garf to arrive?
2: Okay, so, um, Nathan has become cynical of mail now. He is, he doesn't... (laughs) He doesn't I, trust mail anymore. <laughs> so,
1: uh, <laughs> Has he become cynical of refunds too? Has he become cynical of giving us someone their fucking money back? No, okay, sir. So
0: Nathan, Nathan saga called me. Was the brief and ANCAP. When Nathan became cynical of capitalists. <laughs> <laughs> right when he was like, they're trying
1: to control us by keeping us indoors, man. Remember, he called me. He was like, a, let me give credit
2: where credit is due. The first thing uh, Nathan said when he called me was, he said, we're gonna try and get you we're gonna try and figure out where this thing went. First of all, he the second thing he said was, I will keep another plush on hold forever and the, the um, and he said, we're just gonna to put it in a warehouse and as soon as we can figure out how to get it to you, then it's yours. And the third thing he says is he said was he said, I'm fully willing to give you a 100% refund on everything and I'll still hold the plush for you until we can figure out how to actually get this to you. Uh, wow. and so wow. I've been trying to figure out exactly how to do that and it's so hard to actually figure out how to move something that big. The smartest idea we've had so far is I buy an extra plane seat.
1: Yes, <laughs> for the garden <Garfield. laughs> That's the first that's the first thing I thought was just it'll only a it, uh, plane because that's right less than pretty, 2 grand, right? To just- Yes, that's the first thing I thought was just put it in a chair, just like put it, it'll be the best customer they have on that flight.
0: Motherfucker, that's not going to work. Human beings who are overweight and don't fit in a seat. You think it's 60 Wait a sixty-pound, four-foot-tall Garfield plush is going to fit? Bitch, you're going to need three seats. <laughs> Plus, I really oh, don't like oh talking
2: God. to people on planes, so I don't want anyone to ask. Um, <laughs> God, I feel like I had another point. Um, well, yeah. So Nathan has told me, you know, he's going to keep another one of these. He's convinced if he bitches to enough people they'll figure out where the plush is. We're never getting that plush back. UPS sucks. I (laughs) I am I am fully convinced when I went to UPS, I walked out fully convinced that the amount of information they had on like the tracking log was the amount of information they kept. Like, right? They designed their system to figure out where the fucking sticker was, and so they were like, "Well, we know the sticker was in Canada, then Ohio, and then, then you got to your apartment." And so it was like, they don't have any fucking info. They don't know where it turned into a box of sand. They they didn't. They don't keep shit.
1: <laughs> so we're not getting that plush back. They're fucking what? morons. <laughs> When people talk about like privatizing the post office and it's like, yes, the post office also sucks. They yeah. lost my stuff too. I just remind them that like, they the post office just loses your stuff cheaper. <laughs> like that's the the reason to keep the post office around isn't because we love them, it's like, FedEx has fucked me, like, and now obviously UPS. How do you lose a four foot by four foot, fifty seven pound box with orange fur coming out of it, like <laughs> sent by a guy in an orange suit? Like, personally, how?
0: Personally, I, I, obviously, uh-huh. I can't speak for every package of the mail, but this pork was sent via USPS, and I did not receive a bag of sand.
1: <laughs> 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 there you go. You know, look, I get, it, I get it. Uh, oh,
3: oh my God. Well, Wyatt, t- why is there anything else you want to add before you before you give us a plug for your show? Um, well, I, I, I just want Coin to keep us updated about this whole saga. Uh, yes, uh, obviously, oh, I, I'm yeah. so. This is like the best thing that could happen to me. This new li- little detail <laughs> with Garfield eats. It's so, it's been so exciting. <laughs> um, and, and I'm gonna look out through social media see if anybody around the world has somehow received a giant Garfield plush. And if I find out, I, I Will let you know. Trust me.
0: Yeah, if you are the elderly Australian man <laughs> <laughs> unexpectedly received a four-foot dog Garfield instead of the sand for your grandchildren's <laughs> play place, please call in.
1: Yes, there are only seven of them in the world. <laughs> like so, so if you see a giant Garfield somewhere, you take a picture of that. You tweet us. You tweet Quinton. You tweet Garf Gab. You tweet Soracha. Like. N- international global alert Garfield is missing where is Garfield the loudest podcast we'll find out
3: um okay uh
1: let's let's do some plugs uh uh Wyatt why don't you start out
3: uh you can follow me at Garfield fan art on twitter uh or at Wyatt Duncan for all things non-Garfield related um, and my, uh, show Garf Gab is going to come back very soon with season four, where I review, uh, each episode of Garfield and friends. It's a long endeavor. I got several uh, years left on that, but, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So you can subscribe to me at Wyatt Duncan on YouTube.
1: And then, Qu- and then Quentin, tell us where people could find you.
3: Um, uh, well, first of all, Nathan, I
2: wanted to say, uh, I, I know two years ago, I promised to be on your show and then I just bailed, but, uh, we should totally make that happen this year. I feel like that could still work.
1: Oh, you mean? Oh, uh, you mean? You, sorry, sorry. You said Nathan. You mean me?
2: Um oh, did I say Nathan? I'm sorry. I'm I'm so tired. I meant Wyatt. Okay. We're both Wyatt
3: I'll, like I'll be on Garf I'll be on Garf <laughs> Yes, dude, absolutely. Love to have you.
1: Oh, I want to be on Garth Gab real bad too. I know we were supposed to, and then I fucked I'll, that up.
3: Uh, yeah, all of you have an open invitation.
2: Definitely. Hell yeah. Um so uh my name is Quinton Uh Reviews. You can find me at youtube.com slash Quinton Reviews Kitchen Sinks, all one word. Um and I've officially decided excuse me. Um August the 7th. Um, yeah, August the 7th is when a video about this is going up, and the only reason it's going to wait that long is I'm getting animators to represent different parts of the story, and I want to give them wow. time. And I have a plush that's come that's going to start being for sale on August the 7th, so it's like a good tie-in, because it's going to be like, hey, do you want something that's not going to be fucking sand? <laughs> um, um, uh, but yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash q underscore review if you want like the fast updates about this. Excuse me, I just had like a fruit smoothie. It's not agreeing with me. And yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Of of course.
1: Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much on. for coming. coming on. Thanks for coming on. Uh listeners, we will keep you posted on where Garfield is and for and if Garfield is lost or found on August 7th, you can go to youtube.com slash Quentin Reviews Kitchen Sinks (laughs) to find out what the fuck is up with this goddamn sandbox mystery. That is it for the Loudest podcast. special urgent Garfield update. You guys take care. Hey, last segment. Before we get to voicemails, uh, this is the last week you can get this month's sticker club entry, which is the lime and the coconut sticker. It's an adorable little picture drawn by Mimi Yori of me and Lime Jinjo on the beach sipping lime-flavored drinks out of coconuts. I'm wearing socks and sandals. Lime Jinjo is wearing his cute little hat. It's this beautiful little beach mosaic. And uh, you can get this month's sticker by joining the Loudest Podcast Sticker Club for just a $15
0: pledge. You get a new sticker every month. And you got to get the sticker because remember, if you don't, You'll have an incomplete collection.
1: I know. You you gotta get the sticker because you can't be missing one. Oh, by the way, I want to start numbering the stickers.
0: Oh yeah, we gotta start doing. Let's just make it make it a a horrible time for anyone with the need to collect things.
1: (laughs) I want people. I want these stickers numbered because if you missed a month, I want you to feel that in your soul.
0: Feel the pain, bitch. Uh
1: Hey, well, speaking of feeling some pain, uh, this, this voicemail stars a person that might be in a little bit of pain. I see you've titled it Simp Advice. Yes. All right, and uh, let's roll it.
3: Hey, I need help. I need a problem, guy help me, me out. Mm-hmm. See, I've been DMing on Discord this girl from Turkey, and I'm this close to simping. And I need <laughs> you to tell me how I can stop simping. I, I don't know what to do. And I she's from Turkey, and I don't really know the culture. I asked her her opinion on Israel, but she did not respond. So That's I'm totally <laughs> confused, and i got to stop simping. So please, you've got to help me, problem guy. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank God this wasn't an option when I was a kid. Falling in love with e-girls on the internet and joining their OnlyFans. Like when I was a kid, you could hit someone up on ICQ. You,
0: you know what ICQ is? No, but kid, I'm sorry to tell you this, but that's definitely a man you're talking to. Yeah, that's, this is the best. Yes, you are not talking to a woman in
1: Turkey. You're talking to a man in Tennessee. In Nigeria, probably. <laughs> yeah, don't, do not worry about this. Do not worry about this. Stop talking to this person. You have to stop talking to this person.
0: Every time you think you're going to simp, just close your eyes and imagine her in her true for, form, which is a 45-year-old man in a call center in Nigeria.
1: <laughs> yes. And they they have the tricks, too, where, they, where like, like, girls will just pose with a... With a piece of paper that's blank so that like scammers can put whatever they want on that piece of paper. Like, There's all sorts of tricks and things that people could do to to, to quote-unquote prove their simp identity, right?
0: Yeah, there's an entire industry of that on Fiverr.com. You can hire hot girls to just hold a sign that says anything you want. It's real easy to get your hands on. So don't fall for it, King. Keep your head up, King.
1: Yeah, exactly. Look. If you're a listener to the loudest podcast, I already know that you are a cool, attractive, together person. The fact that you caught yourself before you started simping means that there's hope for you. You gotta, you gotta pull out. You gotta, you got. You're in a nosedive right now. Block this person on everything. This person is a forty-five-year-old man. Trust us.
0: You just gotta believe us. You just you
1: got you have to believe us on this. You have to believe us. Um, Hey, that's it for the loudest podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, Sriracha, anything else?
0: Uh, keep on simping.
1: Exactly. You keep on simping, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.